0: This podcast is produced on the ancestral homeland of the Nooksack and Lummi people. They have been its stewards since time immemorial, respecting the land, river, and ocean, with the understanding that everything is connected, related, and alive. We acknowledge the elders and their collective and individual plights and achievements. We consider the legacies of violence, displacement, migration, and settlement that bring us together today. And we pursue ongoing action to build lasting relationships and grow together so that all may prosper.
1: WCLS in Whatcom County presents Library Stories, a podcast to open your eyes to all the ways your local public libraries matter. Join us as we reveal the power of sharing at the library. I'm your host, Neil McKay, online experience coordinator for the Whatcom County Library System. And today, okay, we're rolling. All right. I'm here again with my boss, Mary Vermillion. (laughs) Hi, Hi, Neil.
2: Hi, Neil. On a beautiful Friday. It's gorgeous outside. I know you have a great interview, but there's a couple things we just wanted to get um, to mention before we get into the heart of the matter today. So the first is... Hey, if you live in Linden or if you love the Linden Library, there's something exciting going on out What's there. What's
1: going on in Linden? They're getting
2: new carpeting in oh, Linden. Boy. So that is big. So the city of Linden owns the building, and we offer the library services there. And the city is in- installing beautiful new carpeting um, at the Linden Library. So uh, if you're going out there in the next few weeks, you're going to see a little... Uh, Uh, disturbance, I guess, is the best way to say it, you know, change. You're going to see some changes. We're going to have to shift things around, move things around as they, you know, slowly work their way through that library and uh, install new carpet. Well,
1: and it's important to note that while they're installing the library, we aren't closing the doors. Oh, no, not at all. The doors are open to patrons. But you do have to be aware that there will be a a little disruption. Yeah. Things might be moved in different places. And, you know, as with any any uh construction any remodel type stuff there might be some noise and there might be some some smells
2: yeah i mean you say. know it's just yeah construction you know and carpeting and so um you may have to yeah ask for some help. Where did you move the magazines or whatever? Yeah. Or yeah, you can just skip the whole nonsense until they're done and then do curbside pickup because they're offering right. curbside as well. So all kinds of options. We just want to let people know. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't ever been to the Linden Library.
1: Oh, it's huge and beautiful.
2: Beautiful library. That's one of the beauties of the Whatcom County Library System is you can um, visit many libraries in Whatcom County. Mm-hmm. And so maybe give it a few months and then go out there and see Linden and its beautiful new Carpeting,
1: yeah, you can roll around on the floor, I guess. Yeah, maybe that'll be an event
2: (laughs) that they have twister, they'll do twister or something, or just you know, just carpet rolling
1: as a thing. New carpeting is always fun. (laughs) I still remember when, uh, in the 70s, when my mom, you know, she just had it in her mind that she wanted red shag carpeting because it
2: had to be shag,
1: had to be shag, Mm -hmm. had to be bright red. I mean, this was bright red,
2: Neil. Your mom, remind me of her name? Jane. Jane is after my own heart. I had red shag carpeting in my childhood bedroom.
1: Really? Mm -hmm. Wow.
2: Mm -hmm. Loved that.
1: We had it in three rooms. Wow. And, you know, and as a kid, of course, it was lava.
2: -hmm. Because
1: the carpet is all with lava.
2: Oh, sure. Yeah,
1: right. (laughs) So it worked out really well for all of us.
2: (laughs) Okay, now we're going down the whole carpet tangent. So let's uh, get ourselves back here into (laughs) the present day. What else is going on (laughs) besides carpeting? um, It's walk and read season.
1: Oh, yes.
2: And we spent a lot the last show talking about Walk and Reads with Claire. Mm -hmm. But just a reminder to everyone that we are inching our way toward the author events. There's lots of things going on now. Lots of um, lead up events where you can come together in community and discuss themes from our book this year, which is Red Paint. The Ancestral Autobiography of a Coast Salish Punk by Sasha Takshablu LaPointe. And um, Sasha will be here March 14th through the 16th for author events. So In person. In person, yeah, except for the one on Saturday, which is an online event. But right. there are five different ways that you can engage with the author. And just a reminder to folks one more time that for the author events, pre-registration is required. So please go to org slash events, and you'll see all the information there for the lead up events, as well as how to get your tickets for the author events and seating is limited for some of those events. So you'll want to, you know, don't delay get your tickets today. So um, we're really excited about that. Are you, which ones are you going to? Are you going to all of them?
1: I'm going to as many as I can, you know, of course the Mount Baker theater one, which will be, huge and
2: yeah so the Deming library event thursday march 14th that one is definitely limited seating at the Deming library then village books chucking at radio hour and Ariane true who is the uh washington state poet laureate Mm -hmm. will be in conversation with sasha and swill canem is the musical guest at the radio hour so get your tickets for that Mm -hmm. and then sasha leads the art and craft of writing in which she shares you know how she approaches writing and um and may, I don't know, maybe she'll do some writing exercises with us. We'll see. That's oh, that a exciting. Northwest Indian yeah. College on Friday, March 15th. Yeah, that one March I'm 15th.
1: hoping to go to as well.
2: Yep, I'm going to be there. And then we talked about mm-hmm. Mount Baker Theater. And then on Saturday, uh, Kristen Malaris-Young is going to be in conversation with Sasha online and their friends and fellow authors. So that should be a really great conversation. And, you know, uh, Kristen was our, she kicked off our Walk and Reads events for this year. I know you were at that That's right. workshop too. So, as we said in the last episode, she's bookending <laughs> Walk and Reads 2024. And the th- exciting thing about the Mount Baker Theater event, of course, well, there's lots of reasons to be excited about it. But um, we announce our 2025 mm. book at the end of the at the end of Sasha's presentation.
1: It's kind of like you know, sometimes when you're when you're involved in a thing and and it ends just like if you're reading a great book and it sure. ends, you kind of sometimes there's that that pause where you're like, Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case in Whatcom Reads. It's mm-hmm. like as soon as as soon as we're at the last events we announce next year and so we get to get excited all over again
2: yeah and we take a little bit of a breather a couple deep breaths but then we roll right back into promoting promoting it yeah that's the
1: time where you get to check out the book and start reading Mm -hmm. and get that you know in your system before you start attending events again right sure
2: yeah you know that that is true about Whatcom Reads you know it's Definitely, there are uh, there's the season of events, but it is a year round program because you're mm-hmm. um, reading the book, you're talking to your friends about the book, you're hopefully you know maybe contacting us with some ideas. So, um, yeah, we just hope to see everybody, invite everyone to, to come on out for the Whatcom Reads events, and hope to see you there. We're really excited to welcome Sasha back to Whatcom County. Yeah,
1: that'll be great. Okay, what else is there? Anything else we have to talk about?
2: Oh, there's so much. But hey, let's get into <laughs> what you um, the the heart of today's interview, which is you sat down with Christine Perkins, executive director of the Walken County Library System and Mm -hmm. Tamar Clark with um, she's our teen services coordinator um, here at WCLS. And you talked to them about their digital literacy project.
1: Yes, it was, it was an interesting conversation because um, digital literacy is a thing. It's a kind of a buzz term that maybe people don't really understand what we're talking about when we say digital literacy, but really it's about not getting scammed. Right. It's about being a little more savvy and and you'll hear Christine talking about this a few times. Just mm-hmm. like calm down mm-hmm. and pay mm-hmm. attention before you jump into things yeah. um online. And and but but this is a project that uh Christine and and Tamar did in partnership with the University of Washington.
2: Yep. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, that's a really important thing to note is that we're doing this in partnership with the Center for an Informed Public at the University of Washington, and they received a grant from the National Science Foundation. And I just think it's important and exciting to note that, you know, we were asked to participate in Mm. this project and, um, and Christine and Tamara, as they will discuss in their interview, came up with a proposal and an idea, and um, the UWs was like, "Yeah, let's let's do that." So, it's an exciting um, project, and uh, you know, they you guys say it in the interview, but I would encourage everyone to go to the web page, which you will discuss, and I know you will have linked, yeah, in the show notes. There's just a lot of resources here that will be really helpful for people, and just test yourself, see if you can get how easily you could be scammed. You right. know. It's something for all of us to think about. And there goes a tour group past oh, our door.
1: With Christine leading it. With Christine,
2: <laughs> with leading, Christine it. leading it. I was listening to the to the news this morning, and somebody was talking about um, how deep fakes will be such a big part of mm-hmm. the election this year. Already happening with you know these deep fake phone calls that are going out from different candidates, and we are just not aware of the level and the sophistication of these scams. And so the advice that you're going to hear here with your interview with Christine and Tamara to slow down mm-hmm. to not get emotionally invested to ask questions to say wait a minute this is too good to be true is, is probably good advice yeah. it and, is good advice and
1: one of the things that that is really important that they stressed is the library is a source for mm-hmm. information if you're not sure talk to call the library or pop into the library yeah. our staff is is trained to Kind of weed out the the truth out of mm-hmm. out of what's going on. I yeah, mean.
2: it's a really interesting role, compelling role for libraries. And you know, Christine says it in the interview. It's not new. We have been doing right. this. We the library staff um, are trained. And can help you um, navigate this digital world. It's just not something a lot of people, I think, were aware of. So this project has been a real opportunity to elevate awareness of the skills that library staff and librarians have, and an invitation for people to say, "Hey, you know, if you're feeling a little overwhelmed by all this, we can help." Come in and talk to the library staff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just keep us in mind. We yep. are we are always there for you for yeah. so many things.
2: Absolutely. So let's let's hear it.
1: All right. Let's go.
3: I'm Tamara Clark, I'm the teen services coordinator. So I work
0: with teens and our youth staff throughout the county. And I'm Christine Perkins, I'm the executive director of Whatcom County Library System. Tamar and I have been working for the past, what, year and a half? Almost two years, yeah. So it's a collaborative project with the University of Washington Center for the Informed Public. They have a grant with the National Science Foundation, and they've asked a bunch of libraries in Washington state, as well as some in Texas to think about ways to help the public increase their digital literacy skills. So that's what we're
1: doing. Okay. And so how is that taking shape here at the, in the Whatcom County library system?
3: Well, um, as Christine mentioned, we've been working with this team and we came up with this idea um, to try something a little bit different than normal, which is uh, rather than providing just a, you know, person to person program or something like that in our branches, we thought we would go to the source and um, create these quizzes online. So people in the county might discover them when they're scrolling through their social media feed and And it would pose some questions about a potential scam. And they would have to make a decision about whether or not they think it is false or true and maybe look through some of the clues. And then at the very end, this is brought to you by the Whatcom County Library System, and we hope that they think about some of the stuff that we brought up in the quiz, but also to come to our website and maybe explore some other um, potential ways in which they can help uh, keep their own, um, you, know, idea, you know, our, their own um, flags out there for looking at, at potential scams, but also to come into our library and, and see our staff as, as people who can help them navigate this online space.
0: Yeah, so this project is really developing some ads that we can use on an online environment. Like Tamar said, either in your social media feed, or it could come to you when you're doing a Google search, could come to you when you're streaming some videos. Say if you're on Roku or another streaming platform, you might see an ad that comes up that says, can you spot a scam? And if you got a minute and you're kind of intrigued, you might click through and do our survey um, to help point out some skills that might be useful to you when you're doing online shopping in particular. We decided Mm. in the whole realm of scams out there, we're just going to be really narrow in our focus right now, focus on scams that could happen if you're trying to shop in an online
1: environment. I see. Okay. So that, that resonates with me because often in my email, in my personal email, I'll get an email that says invoices due And maybe it's something that I, Mm. I don't remember, you know, because I do some online shopping. And so I might have, have, so, so what would I do? What would I do in this situation? (laughs) Be
0: very cautious. The number one thing that we're really trying to communicate to people is that the type of people doing the scams are counting on you and your emotions to influence how you respond. And they are trying to trigger you in acting in a certain way. So our number one advice is to just take a breath, think about it for a minute, do not act quickly, stop and ponder and try to understand Why is this pushing my emotions? And what is the person who's pushing my emotions trying to get out of it? Um, So that's, that's our number one. And you know, that is a good tip for life. But Mm, it's really particularly useful in this digital world. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, some
3: of these bad actors are getting more and more sophisticated. And even, I mean, I feel like, oh, I've got this. We've been even thinking about it and studying it. But, you know, I feel vulnerable when I'm scrolling through my social media feed. My brain is turned off. I'm trying to, quote, unquote, relax. And my guard is down. So I think all of us, you know, it doesn't hurt to remember that these are things, these are small, simple steps we can take to just... Pause and think, and really look at some of the source material for what's coming at us, but also not to be super cynical either, right? Like m- one thing I like to get across when I work with teens on digital literacy is not everything out in the internet space is something to be super suspicious of. There is truth out there, there's facts out there, there's real people out there, but um, but we do need to have some skills in our toolbox in order to help filter out that stuff. And right now, it's a little. Bit of a wild west the internet um so so this is the library is here to help help you build that toolbox up
0: yeah absolutely that's why we focused on purchasing scams because shopping online is great you can find things you can't find in local Mm. stores you can get things at great prices you might not be able to get you can find used or secondhand things that people are selling in our community and a lot of that is legitimate and um, could be a great thing for the the shopper, the consumer. But you have to be a little bit savvy when you're going into those kinds of transactions. And Whatcom County Library System can give you a little bit of an edge so that uh, you're making smart decisions.
1: So is it let me ask you this, is it is it easier for younger kids to navigate this digital literacy than for someone like me who's Um, you know, the oldest person in the room, almost anywhere I am these days.
0: I'm going to say no. I
3: don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a mixed bag, right? You might be a little slower to adapt to certain situations or new technology, but you also have kind of a life experience and Mm -hmm. some ways to help monitor some of those ups and downs of your emotions so that, you know, to like maybe take a step back and go, is this really real? Um, But, you know, I think some younger folks in the younger generation also have, they are definitely much more literate when it comes to how to use it. And they're so quick at it. But maybe that quickness is um, is what we're asking for them to just take a step back and really think about what it is that you're consuming.
0: Yeah, I did Mm -hmm. just read a study that said digital natives, people who grew up using technology, don't have as... uh, they're not as risk averse maybe as some Mm -hmm. of the older folks. So they just feel like they might get scammed now and again, and that's just the price of having the convenience that they want to be able to just click on ads and buy stuff um, very quickly. So they have a higher tolerance Mm -hmm. for misbehavior, I guess.
1: I'm trying to think of a a metaphor to, to work with this, and I'm thinking like driving, like driving on the freeway. Um younger kids, you know, they're right out of driver's training. They know the rules and they know what to do, but they're also maybe more impulsive and an older person like me um might not be paying as might not notice some things that a younger person I'm I'm, scared to get on the highway when you're out there, Neil. No (laughs) I've been riding the bus for a while now, so we're safe. But um but I have that experience. I have that kind of muscle muscle memory and that ability to be patient and just relax a little. Sure. I don't know.
0: Well, one of the things that I think uh, we're trying to get across is some of the skills that we can share with folks are applicable not only for purchasing things online. They're, they're applicable for evaluating uh, websites, evaluating data mm-hmm. that you're finding online or in any context, actually. Um, so those digital literacy skills are really just information literacy skills.
1: Okay. And that's, and, and that idea of, of taking a breath, not, not jumping in with your first impulse is is also something that's like relevant for a lot of things in life. Sure, if it's mm-hmm.
0: too good to be true, it, it probably, probably is. isn't, right? Um, Let's so, take so one an of example. our examples: is purchasing a car online, right? Okay. People do that. It's almost astounding because it's a huge purchase, often mm-hmm. thousands of dollars, even for a used vehicle. But you can do a reverse image search. You can try to get a sense if the image that the the seller is purporting to be the vehicle they want to sell you is actually their vehicle or did they just get a stock image off of some used car dealers website so that's one thing you can check is this really the vehicle that you're looking for you can um, search for details about the vehicle. Um, what's the year of the the car, what's the uh, model, what are the features, did they offer those features in this year, etc. So there's a lot of fact finding that you can get to support. Um, what are costs for other similar vehicles of that time? Is this one a screaming deal? Why is it such a screaming deal? So all the things that Christine just mentioned is in, in the library
3: speak, we call it you know, uh, a lateral search. So you basically are just opening up tab after tab after tab, and you're asking a lot. Each tab is a different question. So you would just want to be a questioner. You want to just ask those questions. Oh, was there really a Ford Bronco produced with this kind of engine in 1994? Or is that, you know, potentially one of the scams? Or, um, you know, those are the questions that you should be thinking about and asking yourself before you go ahead and make that next step. Um, I think, you know, um, another, another piece to this is making sure that, um, as I said before, that we're not too, too cynical, but, um, we also want, you know, people to have the skills. So what, it, how do you do a reverse image search? What is this lateral thing you like? Those right. are, are really quick things that we can teach people when they come into any of one, one of our libraries. Um, and really it just starts from a question. What question do you have, um, about buying something online we will help you figure out that you know go through the process of figuring that out
0: right yeah. our, our website www.wcls.org digital hyphen literacy goes through these different quizzes so you can quiz yourself if you haven't come across the quizzes already um, and it also has a list of different resources and some um, online tutorials that you can walk yourself through there's a really great one about Um, can you spot a fake face made in in, and made by artificial intelligence? And what are the clues that you can look at to really get a sense if, if an image is real or not. So there's a lot of different things like that. We have a link to great book lists that we have in our library system that talk about digital literacy. So if you really want to dig into it, you can check out a book from the library and learn more. Um, And our staff are always happy to talk to people as well. We would really really encourage people if you ever have a question, like call us before you, you know, hit buy or before you forward a questionable um, source on to somebody else. Like call us, come into the library, bring your phone in with you and show us what you're looking at and we can help you uh, suss out what's what.
1: I guess that's one of the biggest takeaways from this is that you can walk into the library and that's what folks are trained to do. And that's what they're there for is to help you navigate, you know, this online world. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're confused, if it's, if it's just a little overwhelming, you've got people right in your community who are, you know, there ready, ready to help you.
3: Right. You know, and it's such great skills, as Christine mentioned, just for life in general, like all the stuff we have to navigate, whether it's shopping or all the decisions we have to make that seem really tough, whether it's medical or other ways, you know, those are those are big questions we're at um, that are thrown at us every day. So these are all great skills to, to both teach our young people, but also, um, help out our elders with, because they, they might get that phone call from a scammer or they don't know what to do about that. So making sure the people in your life, whether young or old, um, have, have the tools they need to, to be aware and just not, not like I said, not to be super scared or fearful. We're not trying to produce that, but we do want people just to feel like they're confident as they, they move through this digital space.
1: Yeah. So it feels like we've had, we've had a lot of positive response from this already. Is that your take on this? Are people responding to this?
0: It seems like it. They're, Looking at the quizzes and clicking on our website and coming in and talking to staff about it, which is great. I've had several conversations with people recently um, where they've related times where they've been tripped up a little bit by a scam. And these are people right here in, in Whatcom County who have um felt like they're b- being scammed they get a scary message up on their computer they call a number and then the next thing you know they're going down a, a terrible path where they might be giving away sensitive information to people who really shouldn't have that information um one person even went so far in talking with someone where they were directing her to go to the ATM and withdraw money and put it in a magazine and send it to FedEx I mean it was horrible and um I I just want to let people know, for one, that's not a normal phone call. If someone ever starts telling you that, you can just hang up. It's okay. Um, But if you want reassurance, hang up and then come to the library and we'll um, talk to you about it more and and help you sort out what to do next.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, I think what's interesting is most of us have experienced something along these lines, right? Like we've all, it's not that foreign. So you know, already we're filtering out some of it, but um, but it's good to be talking about it and not doing it in private. You know, be thinking about this as a community issue, and we're here to help everybody um, work through it.
0: My own dear husband no. happened to him just, no. just a little uh, while ago. I hear uh, cursing coming from the other room, and he was on the computer, and he realized he had about was about to fall for something and ended up having to just hard— turn off the computer, and sure enough, (sighs) turn it back on, we're fine. But, uh, you know, you're just not quite paying attention, and it can get you. Yeah.
1: Right, right. Yeah, we have all gone through this. I consider myself pretty tech-savvy, and even so, every once in a while, you know, with me, it's an email that says you're past due on something, and it seems legitimate, but I know that I can always especially if it's an account that I own, I can always go to a website rather than respond to the email. And Mm -hmm. if I have an account, they'll tell me legitimately. Yeah. It's a good skill or call the bank or whatever, but yeah. So, so this is a great public service that we're offering. Um, I'm really proud of being part of, of an organization that's kind of, that's doing things in the, public interest like this. I hope we do a lot more of this kind of thing. Um,
0: well, and you know, this is not new. We've been able to do this and have been doing this for years, but it's really just bringing attention to it. And that's mm. what we're hoping to get the word out that this is something we can do with people. Yeah. right.
3: And and what's great about this group that we're working with, it's not just here in Wacom County, but you know, their efforts being made in public libraries all across the state um, who are going to be trying this out as well? So it'll be hopefully, um, you know, lots of different fronts where people get to hear this information and, um, yeah, I hope it helps.
1: That's great. Yeah. yeah. So if you at home, if you have any concerns about anything, you know what to do. You can come to the library. You can give us a call. Give us a call or visit our website or visit the website wcls.org slash digital dash literacy and that, I'll have a link for that in the podcast notes. All right, well, thank you, Christine and Tamar, for being here, it's always fun to talk to you.
0: Super, thanks so much, Neil. Yeah, it's been great, thanks, Neil.
1: Well, that's our show. Be sure to visit our digital literacy page at wcls.org digital literacy. I wanna thank our guests, Christine Perkins and Tamar Clark for talking to us about the Digital Literacy Project. And as always, thanks to my boss, Mary Vermillion, the calming presence if there ever was one. Your mind will answer most questions if you learn to relax and wait for the answer. And thank you, loyal listeners. We hope you enjoy our show. Until next time, this is Neil McKay for the Whatcom County Library System.